Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to own a large, mixed-use portfolio in a lovely historic village in Dutchess County. This charming small-town community brings an energetic and vibrant atmosphere, blended with a unique historical and quaint feel. The portfolio, assembled over 50-plus years, is comprised of 127 total units, all rentable. At the core of a friendly and successful community, this is your chance to own a piece of history while fostering future growth. The 127 units are spread over 12 strategically located parcels, all zoned general business in the heart of the village. With new municipal sewer facilities underway, the portfolio also offers even greater potential for more development. The 127 units are broken down as follows. 41 commercial, 71 residential, and 15 garage units, 100% occupied. Their gross operating income of $1.2 million. Your price? $11.8 million. Hey listeners, that's not just some random classified of a downtown for sale. That's our village. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 15. I was on Facebook scrolling through mindlessly when I saw a town for sale. I clicked on it only to find out that that listing on Street Easy was village storefronts right here in our town here in the Hudson Valley. It took a bit of investigative journalism, which means me asking neighbors, local merchants, and Uber drivers from the train, but it turns out there's one owner of most of the buildings downtown, and their kids aren't interested in taking over for them. Boom. Sell it all. It's just so jarring. Not just one building to worry about, like when our CVS move locations. The gossip then was wondering if the old spot with that parking lot would become a new restaurant or, God forbid, a dollar store. It became, ick, a self-storage warehouse. We're talking here, though, about more than a dozen handsome red brick buildings on Broadway and Main at the main traffic light, with some of our favorite stores, plus a slew of people's apartments above. Who would buy it, Brian and I wonder? A Wall Street investor? A condo builder? A celebrity? There are many up here. Would things stay the same, or would the new owner quickly drive rents up and drive out these businesses we love for speculative and ridiculous ones to come? A Lululemon, a meatball shop, Soul Cycle, a Gymboree, an iPhone accessory store, a store dedicated to recycled wood. Would the town even ever finish that sewer system? I had to take a breath and think about what was really bugging me, this idea of change, but also something else. We've been here only four years, but we now know more and more of people, and the village has become really a part of our daily lives. I stop in to buy Nora treats every Saturday at the Paws Dog Boutique, pick up lunch at JJ's Deli or the Noodle Place, dessert at Annabelle's Bake Shop, or a few grocery at Michael's Health Food Store. I bought a hammer at the hardware store, not to mention a few more flashlights. Obviously, I'm a regular at the wine shop. I've never been in the skateboard shop, but I could see myself as someone that might accidentally stop in and say, oh, hey, dude. Sure, we think the gas station is ugly on the corner, and if they ever finish the sewer system, there could be a proper hotel with a nice bar. But it's not the grand vision we really care about, it's the small things up close. When we first met, Brian and I lived in the far west village of Manhattan, as the meatpacking district started to transform. It went from real meatpacking plants where you could smell the blood in the morning on your way to work and hookers at night, 
transform into luxury lofts, pricey bars, and boutique hotels you'd see on Sex and the City. The change then was noticeable, and sure, it was comment-worthy, but it didn't feel personal, nor at least for us really create any anxiety. Last Saturday, I was lucky to be one of the storytellers at the mic at the porch at Murray's in Tivoli. Thank you to those who came out. The crowd was several hundred and packed. In my story about navigating life and neighbors up here, I poked a little fun at the town management for their unique way of helping residents. And of course, I bumped into one of the town board members right afterwards downstairs. She was really good-natured about it. And I love that that could and would happen here. But the best compliment was from some real hometown locals who liked for a change, at least they said, hearing from someone outside poke fun at themselves as well as city it. It's people from the city that you usually hear about bringing the change. They're the ones who build modern new homes, drive up real estate taxes, replace basic everyday stores and cafes with froofy boutiques and restaurants with pricey menus. Gentrification is an ugly word. And even though Brian and I try to do our best to be good community shoppers and supporters, it's hard for us not to be bucketed on the wrong side of it. We bring our ways of thinking about how things should get done, our expectation for services, and our view not always shared for what a good neighbor is. Yeah, we're idiots. Lately, events around us, though, have turned the tables. One close neighbor sold his giant orchard, making us wonder what will happen next. There are conservancy protections, sure, but there's still that fear we will wake up one morning to a view on the hill behind us, not of endless apple and peach vines, but of six McMansions and a golf course. Another house on the road has been abandoned since we moved in four years ago. Eventually, it got bought in action, and finally this year is being renovated into, well, we're not sure what. Will it be a lovely family to make friends with and exchange pies from Annabelle's? Or perhaps an investment property used it as an Airbnb with other cityettes coming every other weekend? We don't know. We just have to be comfortable with it. I read online that as New York is losing overall population, the percentage of the state that's older is increasing. I'm guessing this will mean an increase in services for those retired, which honestly ain't a bad thing for us since we want to stay. I wouldn't mind a ramp or two downtown, a few more traffic lights on crazy corners, or bigger type on street signs. I said on stage at the porch that Brian and I were here for good, and we will not stop fighting for a proper fence law and other changes that we think would make a better community. Of course, that's just our take, our standards, our view. I also said we were putting in a bid to buy the town. A once-in-a-life opportunity, that classified said. We just need a few hundred others to come in on it with us. Let us know if you can join in. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us in the Apple Store and join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cityatlife. This is Cityat, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Come visit.